Welcome to Sermons from San Diego, a podcast of preaching from Mission Hills United Church of Christ. I'm the Reverend Dr. David Barr, but please just call me David, and I invite you to listen and come along as we try to follow the teachings of Jesus and the wisdom of Scripture as we build a world that is open, inclusive, just, and compassionate. And now for this week's sermon. The angel Gabriel proclaimed to Zechariah that Elizabeth would give birth to a boy who would achieve great stature with God, filled with the Holy Spirit from the moment he leaves his mother's womb. An unlikely story, since that womb had never been able to carry a child before. Zechariah was unable to grasp that with God anything is possible, and so he was unable to speak for nine months which meant he was also unable to tell Elizabeth the news. And can you imagine their game of charades when he returned home and attempted to tell her she would soon be pregnant? Now, question, had she been unable to get pregnant or had she been unable to conceive? And the translations differ. But either way, I hear that and think nothing more because at least they're better than the translations that call her the horrible B-word, barren. But I was in a Bible study this week with a group of mostly female pastors, and they understood Elizabeth's situation differently than I'd considered before. Following this angelic announcement, Elizabeth did indeed conceive, but then curiously went off by herself for five months. And again, I think that and think... I hear that and think nothing more, but my colleagues pointed out that's 20 weeks. Why would she have waited 20 weeks until letting her family and neighbors see her? What if it wasn't that she couldn't get pregnant, but that she had suffered miscarriages for years, each time a devastating blow, each pregnancy less joyfully, potentially joyful than hopelessly ominous. What if she went away for five months so she didn't have to bear the burden of judgment by others, the shame of losing another child? And why not choose her own solitude? I mean, if she did indeed miscarry because of the blood, she would have had to isolate anyway. She returned after 20 weeks when the fear of losing another baby had lessened. Not out of the woods, but perhaps farther along than she had been before. This is, of course, just speculation, but it gave an insight into Elizabeth's life and state of mind I hadn't considered before. And so today, Mary. From improbable to improbable. In at least Gabriel spoke to her directly. She didn't express Zechariah's skepticism, you expect me to believe this? She was more curious, asking, how will this happen? And then she consented, let it be with me. Perhaps a rare occasion in a young girl's life to be able to give consent to anything. How many decisions about her life do you suppose she had had a right to make? You know, so many songs about Mary and Mary call her meek and mild, but she was brave and bold, which doesn't mean she wasn't also scared out of her mind. And thankfully, she had someone she knew she could talk to about such a thing. For Mary, in her early teens, that person 
was Elizabeth, probably in her late 30s, you know, old. Do you have someone you can call or go visit who will listen without judgment, who won't try to fix you or the situation, someone who will listen to news that you don't dare just tell anyone? And how hard would you work to get together? Because this wasn't just making a phone call. Elizabeth didn't live around the corner or the next town over. She lived 80 miles away, the other side of a mountain range, an estimated nine-day walk. But an unaged, uh, unmarried teenage girl does, doesn't just take a walk by herself, no matter how close or far away. How did she do it? Would she have tried to blend in with a caravan? Would she have walked on isolated, even more dangerous trails, hiding along the way to avoid being seen? <clears throat> her decision to confront the danger of this travel makes her even bold, more bold and brave. And why did she do it? Why do people do it today? Make the improbable decision to take such a dangerous journey? And how? Blend in with migrant caravans? Choose isolated, dangerous trails to avoid being seen? The Somali-British poet Morsan Shire always helps me at least grasp at the question why. No one leaves home unless home is the mouth of a shark. You only run for the border when you see the whole city running as well. Your neighbors running faster than you. Breath bloody in their throats. The boy you went to school with who kissed you dizzy behind the old tin factory is holding a gun bigger than his body. You have to understand that no one puts their children in a boat unless the water is safer than the land. You only leave home when home won't let you stay. Now, <clears throat> in the Gospel of Matthew, the new family did escape the murderous King Herod by fleeing to Egypt where they lived as refugees until it was safe to return. But this is the Gospel of Luke. And Mary wasn't fleeing this kind of danger exactly. Although, come to think of it, not married and soon to be pregnant. That's the kind of thing that got women killed. No questions asked, no defense of something considered so indefensible. All while, all while men bragged in the locker room. You know, we may approach these stories sometimes like they're fairy tales, but these questions make clear that these are real lives. These, there are real people like Mary who face real danger, and there are real people like Elizabeth who experience crushing grief. People then, just like people face today. And so I ask, in light of all that, what did Mary and Elizabeth do? They found each other. They shared their amazement, and they proclaimed they were ready. They found joy in their connection. Elizabeth hoping this child would come to full term. Mary hoping she was up to the challenge of being the mother of God's son. 
Seven hundred years ago, Meister Eckhart gave a sermon in which he said, "What good is it to me? <coughs> excuse me. What good is it to me that Mary gave birth to the Son of God, if I do not also give birth to the Son of God in my own time and in my culture? We are all meant to be mothers of God. God is always needing to be born." I think, yeah, sure, but what if we feel like we've failed at it before? What if we don't have time for that? What if we can't understand how it can be that God would use us? I mean, why me? Why would God bother with me? Well, there these may be a series of hard-to-believe stories, but there is one absolute truth. Nothing is impossible for God. And so that means we can join with Mary and give consent. Let it be with me, as you, just as you have said. And with Elizabeth, bless anyone who says yes, because happy is she who believes God will fulfill God's promise through us. Mary risked everything to find Elizabeth. As soon as she saw Mary, the child in Elizabeth's womb jumped for joy, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit, because her cousin Mary carried the child of her Lord. And hearing this greeting, confirming what she had been told, confirming what she had consented to, she saw the vision, the implications of her son coming into the world. The powerful toppled from their thrones, and the humble lifted high, the hungry filled with good things, and the rich sent away empty. The proud scattered in the thoughts of their hearts. Or, in the words of the modern Magnificat by Joy Cowley, My soul sings in gratitude. I'm dancing in the mystery of God. The light of the Holy One is within me, and I am blessed. So truly blessed. I am filled with awe at love whose only condition is to be received. This gift is not for the proud, for they have no room for it. The strong and self-sufficient ones don't have this awareness, but those who know their emptiness can rejoice in love's fullness. It's the love we are made for, the reason for our being. It fills our inmost space and brings to birth in us the Holy One. But not only for us, right? What good would it be if we are not also the mother of God, giving birth to love, to share with people living in grief and fear in our time and place? No one should have to do hard things alone. And so Mary and Elizabeth found each other. May we all have, may we all be such a friend.